Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic novelism. This week, Sugar and Spike number 67. Cover date October-November 1966. Cover price 12 cents. Cover artist Sheldon Mayer. Edited by Murray Boltonoff. Featuring Halloween Magic. Written and drawn by Sheldon Mayer. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! Sugar and Spike go trick-or-treating for the first time, then get sucked into an alternate dimension where Sugar becomes a witch queen. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Hmm, I crave superheroic content. Let's see what's on. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Mm, nah, I don't think so. Mm, not really what I'm looking for. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman! Ugh, absolutely not. This is Robin the Boy Wonder. I'm Batman. Aha, now that's more like it. If you see Adam West as the one true Batman, then this is the podcast for you. Tune in every other Thursday on your favorite podcast source to hear Tim and Paul discuss the 1966 series and everything connected with it. What's the podcast called? To the Bat Poles. To the Bat Poles. To the Bat Poles. Well, I did it. What did you do? I reached the Pee Wee Barrier. What's the Pee Wee Barrier? That's when you mention Pee Wee Herman to a college student who's older than the average college student. Mm-hmm. They had no idea who Pee Wee Herman was. Oh, that just happened? I mean, as far as I know, I don't just go around throwing the name Pee Wee Herman around. Yeah, isn't that something about being in your 50s and teaching college students? 40s, 49. Okay, 49 and holding for a long time, Bob. Mm -hmm. And um, teaching college students and making pop culture references and they don't get anything that you say. And to be fair, you are much more pop culture literate than I am. I don't care about pop culture anymore. Right, but, you know, Pee Wee Herman peaked, what, 20 years ago? Sure. Maybe we'll say 30. Uh, it, he's fair. a cultural icon, too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when I was in college, I knew who Rudy Valley was. And Jimmy, Joe Marks. Jimmy Durante. And <laughs> ink. I didn't get ink. I didn't get ink. Oh, I had such a fun day watching clips of What's My Line on 
YouTube. Did you? Yes, Jimmy Durante was a mystery guest, and Ann Southern. My goodness. Myrna Loy. My goodness, the whole gamut was there. Wow, that's exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. I should say so. Yeah. You know what else is exciting? Um, the news that I'm holding back from you. Oh, go on. <laughs> I knew you were going to launch right into Sugar and Spike, weren't you? Yes. Um, our anticipated visitor, uh, home guest. E- yes. Uh, addition to our family. Uh-huh. Will probably be arriving this weekend. Okay. You understand I'm leaving town on Sunday. I know. Okay. I'm trying to get it here on Saturday, but that could be hard. And it's impossible on Friday. So okay. it might be Sunday. Are you prepared? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. You probably have to go to the... Pet store. Pet store. Yes. Listener, we're getting a kitten. A kitten. And we're getting the male one, the black one. Oh, okay. The little uh, white uh, b- like um, mustache. Like yes. A, like where, where its whiskers are, it has white. It's uh-huh. all black. Yeah. I think it has a little bit of white in its paws. Can we name it Bosco? Oh, well, well, I would like to, to name it something adorable, like Bosco, or I was thinking Chaplin. You know? Oh, all right. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay, right? well. We'll see what its personality is like. Apparently, it's really, really, really affectionate, likes to have its belly rubbed, and crazy, crazy, um, likes to run around and stuff, so. Oh, we'll, perfect. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. It's only seven weeks old. So. Okay, so well. It was rescued. From I mean, it was found in a in a one four kittens found in a garage. Mm-hmm. The stray mother had had them, so they were rescued. So yeah. Well, good luck with that. I'll see you when I get back. You'll only be gone for four days. Yes, but that's time enough for you to bond with the kitten and block me out of everything. If you so. want, I can wait for her to bring it to the following weekend. Uh, whatever works best for you. I just know you have some house preparations to make and decisions I about was thinking interactions about with too. the dogs. I don't think we can actually bond with a cat. I no, think because cats are assholes. Cats are all cats are assholes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, we'll ask Max about it over at uh, Weird Warriors Pod- okay. Podcast. He likes cats. Good. Okay. Uh, you know what else is uh, weird? What? Trick-or-treating. Right? Did I you? hate that you're not going to be here this year to, for trick-or-treats. I know, but you are never here, so I've had it alone for the past several years. Now, Now's your chance Why to shine. I'm never here. You weren't here last year. So that means never? Yeah. In my mind, yes. Okay. What are we going to do on, on Halloween? I can't stay here with the dogs and hand out candy to Oh, people. no. I just put a bowl of candy out on the porch. Let them have at it. Okay. Um, put a camera out there because they'll fight over it. But Okay. You'll have like five children come. Okay. Not like the old days. Um, I, what did you call the night when you actually prowled the neighborhood getting candy? Uh, Trick or treat. You called it something else. We called it beggar's night because it was often not on Halloween night. It was whatever night was most convenient for school schedules and things. Well, you were born and raised in the heart of the Midwest, in Columbus, Ohio. You had sayings there that I never even heard. And I grew up in Florida. You know, in Florida, trick-or-treat is... Every man for himself. Exactly. Basically, your whole childhood is every man for himself in Florida. Right. Right? So I'd never even heard of Beggar's Night until I met you. Well, 
somebody's got to back me up because everybody looks at me like I have three heads when I say beggar's night. Well, we have three listeners, and I'm sure one of the three of them will um, be able to tell you about beggar's night. Doubtful, because one was a fundamentalist Christian for the longest time. They probably wasn't allowed to have Halloween. I know. Halloween for them probably meant prayer groups. Yes. Youth group activities. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, no, it's fine. It's a big (laughs) Halloween issue of Sugar and Spike. Uh Uh-huh. A book-length story of midnight madness, magic, and merrymaking when sugar becomes queen Queen of of the the goblins. goblins. Instead of a tiny baby, you would have have a queen. queen. Not dark, but beautiful and terrible as the dawn. (laughs) Treacherous as the seas. Stronger than the foundations of the earth. And a barking dog. Right. Get used to that while I'm out of town because we have a little kitten running around here. Dog's going to be going crazy. Okay, I know. It's not like I sprung it on you. It was a surprise. We were doing this together, you know, right? No, I just didn't know the timing. Remember when those kittens found me when I was running with Butler? Oh, And then I juggled them and I came home and my hands were covered in blood. Covered in blood. Oh, my God, that was awful. What was I thinking that I could actually round up? How many was it? Four or five stray kittens? Yes. Uh, and and actually get them into the car. Oh, my God. I How did I not get rabies? Oh. Do you think they were actually cats or what if they were like bobcat kittens or oh, something? Oh, no, no, no. They were adorable. They were six-toed tabby kittens. Six toes. Mm-hmm. All of them had six toes. Guess what? Guess what? I am calm, cool, and collected. It's just my ponytail that's scared because she's got a ponytail sticking oh, straight up in fear. hilarious. It's Sugar and Spike number 67, a big Halloween issue. It's a big Halloween issue. Just in time for actual Halloween in the real world. Yay. Sugar and Spike have come to the home of a witch to trick or treat. That's not a good idea because... Uh, Witches eat children. They eat children and also they don't give out good treats. Like my beloved grandmother, Mrs. White. (laughs) She never gave candy out. She'd take five pennies and wrap them in tinfoil and give that to the children. And how she didn't have her windows smashed by little bullets made of pennies, I'll never know. (laughs) What would children do with five pennies? Well, they'd go down to the mercantile and get a slate pencil and (laughs) a cinnamon stick or something. You know, in my day, a penny went a long way. Or you'd flip it up and watch the buffalo run across the prairie. You know, I grew up out in the country, Mm -hmm. practically feral. Right. And I rode my BMX bicycle. Um, It wasn't a BMX bicycle. It was a Sears and Robux BMX wannabe bicycle. Did you have to assemble it yourself? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, it was an awesome bicycle. It might have even been a, been a BMX. Really, I don't really care. Anyway, I had this little like little sport bike, right? And I would ride it a couple miles up the road to the KOA campground and go to the KOA general store. Now, this is when I would have money from mowing lawns. Right. And I would buy a Snickers candy bar and a Coca-Cola. So much sugar. Yeah. Uh, it's no wonder I was a chunky kid. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was lanky, but I always had a little bit of, little bit of, mm-hmm. little bit. Of, I wore husky jeans. Sure, we all did. Yes. Speaking of Mrs. White, well, yeah, I mowed her grass, you know, and she gave me twenty dollars to mow her grass. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I just go over there and tell her that her grass needed mowed when it didn't. You're, I that's know, your grandmother. I know. Oh, she wasn't hurting for money. Trust me. I know. Uh, once my sister <laughs> was cleaning out one of her closets and found like a wad of cash in one of her coat pockets. Uh-huh. Because she just hid money all over the house. 
Those were the days. (laughs) Anyway, it's Sugar and Spike's adventure with real Halloween magic, a complete novel-length story. Novel-length, my ass. What? It is (laughs) for a comic book. Okay, well, it is in three parts. Now, the parents here are planning a Halloween party, and they've dressed Sugar and Spike up. It's their first Halloween. They have no idea what's about to happen. No idea. Um, and they don't know why their dads are dressed up either. One's a knight in armor. And, and the other one's a swashbuckling pirate, like one of the three musketeers. Like a musketeer, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So the boys are taking the children out trick-or-treating, and they're dressed as little elves or something. They're adorable. Well, the children, the, um, Spike is a goblin, and mm-hmm. Sugar is a witch. Yes. A what? A witch. A witch. A witch. Which witch? So out the parents go... I'm actually not a fan of uh, parents dressing in costume to take the kids trick-or-treating unless it's like the entire family and it's themed. Agreed. Totally agreed. Um, I never came up with good costumes as a child. Um, My mom dressed me one time as Dracula and it was an awesome costume. It looked really good. Like I did my makeup and everything. It was really great. Um, We just do like, you know, rub shoe polish on our face and be a hobo or something. I don't know who am I kidding. My mother made me like a costume for a caveman, and she made me like a like a she's fake fur, and she made me a whole like outfit, mm-hmm. and I had a club that I made. Wow, uh, papier mache and uh-huh. paint spray painted it brown, and oh, I used to have great costumes. Uh, I'm sure I had like the plastic mask that hurt your face and oh. the acetate. Oh, no, we never did that. that we oh, no, I did that. No, we, 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 my mother was incredibly uh, good at sewing and crafting, and so our costumes for as long as... Oh, I remember! <gasps> she made me the best scarecrow costume one time. Oh, my God! So we, we had, uh, like, jeans and an old shirt and stuff, and she, picked, and she like, sewed really cool, like, felt kind of or, or patterny patches mm. all over it, right? And then she made me a burlap mask, right? And, and it had a little tie, so I could put it over my face, and the mouth was there, and the eyes were cut out, and they had, like, um, like um, really pretty fabric around them to make them really cool and, you know, like, triangle kind of, like, yeah. eye holes. But she washed, because the burlap was so um, itchy to go over my... To, she washed it and uh, soaked it in fabric softener and then rinsed it by hand and then dried it and so it was it was it was it wasn't as scratchy and I wore it over my face and then I had a hat and uh, oh my gosh I just remember that good lord my mother she did so many awesome costumes for us she never we never we didn't do store-bought costumes well uh we rarely did my, my mother wouldn't put any effort into Halloween costumes to throw a bed sheet over us off we go I remember seeing well, I know my stepbrother um, from my mother's third marriage doesn't listen to this yeah, podcast. No. no. I remember seeing pictures of him and his sister dressed up like ghosts. And it was basically a sheet with a face cut out and then there was some makeup on their face. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, I'm really lucky. My mom is really, really good at making costumes. I'm glad that you expressed gratitude early in life. Yes. Of course, I peaked when I wore that witch costume around the house 365 days a year. <laughs> It's hard to top that. Yes. There's nothing as good as, you know, you had a hard day at school, you come home and just throw on that witch costume yes. and throw caution to the wind. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like when guys dress up um, in, in lingerie 
you know, to sort of feel different. You, I guess you just dressed up in a witch costume. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and as an adult, I've only ever twice had a great Halloween costume. There's a little section of my brain that's going through a, a mental photo album <laughs> of, um, of costumes. Uh-huh. I, I have already identified like six different years worth of awesome handmade costumes my mother Lucky. made. I know. Like, and like, I'm talking like in September, she asks me what I want to be. And then she gets started on it. And a month later, I've got some handmade, beautiful, awesome, freaking professionally made costume. You know, I was a, a like a Mexican hat dancer one year, you know, but my serape. Cultural appropriation, but go I on. I know, I know. But it, it was when we were, I was a child in Miami and mm-hmm. my serape had like all sorts of really cool stuff. It was black and it had sequin and I looked like some big gay um, I don't know, uh, you know, Mexican. Who are the guys that play in the, in the Marachi band? Mariachi yeah, band. Mariachi mm-hmm. band, Mariachi band, right. And then a scarecrow, and then, um, oh, God, just so many things. A caveman. Cultural appropriation. Um, just, yeah. Oh, I miss my mom. That was great. Okay. Well, we had a fantastic costume a couple of years ago when we were Ray Spannon and Dr. Benton Quest. <gasps> I remember that. And then when we went with a group costume with our friends, we were the mamas and the papas, and you were Mama Cass. Yes. And I was Denny Doherty. <laughs> it was Leslie and, and Kim, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but that's cool. it. Yeah. That's, uh... You know what I do every what? year? When I, if I'm going to be home and I have to pass out candy, I just, like, throw on a cowboy hat and some boots and jeans and... Hot. You know, well, hot for you, just, <laughs> you know, the, the people that come by are like, oh, look... A cowboy. Yeah, you know, throw a bandana around my neck. Yeah, I'm a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Guy, sure. Whatever. Uh, that's why I just put the bowl of candy out on the porch, let them fight over it. Right, because because uh, cocktails won't well, drink themselves. Right. Right. Now, oh, can you just see like the ringing of the doorbell? Like, well, what do we have here? Oh, aren't you special? What oh, a pretty little princess. That's kind of what I did last year. Hmm. So this woman that they go trick-or-treating at is handing out unwrapped uh, chocolates, chocolates. right out of the box. Yeah. Like, that's gross. She's injected poison in those 100%. 100%. Those uh, children are just as good as dead. My father would make my us father. get all of our... We'd have to take our whole candy bucket and dump it out on the floor. Uh-huh. And he'd have to inspect each piece for razor blades and pins and things. Right, right. And if there was any suspect piece of candy it was taken out of the pile and i know he just ate it right never found a razor blade or a pin no but fresh fruit we weren't allowed to keep the fresh fruit we had to throw that in the garbage oh well because you don't what kind of weirdos live around there they might just inject. you have nothing but the fondest stories about your neighborhood i know but you who knows I've read Peyton Place. I know what goes on behind closed doors. Okay. People injecting bleach into things and stuff. Now, these babies can't talk. The Famously, that's their whole shtick. They talk gibberish and can only understand each other mm-hmm. or other juvenile uh, species, uh-huh. as we learned yes. a couple of issues ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the fathers whisk them away after getting the candy and take them right home. They start to eat. They start to eat the poison candy, and, and the father's, father's like, no, no, no. They continue throughout the neighborhood. It looks like they're receiving a banana and a donut. Uh, a, a donut. donut. Hair, have a greasy old donut. I picked up a box of day-old donuts from the 
from the local bakery. Here you go. Splat. Uh, I would totally eat a day old donut if I had a cup of hot coffee. I would eat it like I would take it at that moment and eat it, but I wouldn't throw it in a bag full of On top of the unwrapped chocolate that came out of a box. And who knows what's in that bag? It's probably used Kleenex and hair and whatnot. (laughs) I would never have thought of hair. Well. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now the babies start crying because they're upset. Uh, not, because they're not being allowed to eat the candy. They don't understand what they're doing. No, like that's their first time. They're literally being paraded up in front of doors. The fathers are, are, are ringing the doorbells. The children are like, ah. you know, they don't know what's going on. They're getting handed things, and they're not allowed to touch them. Nobody sat them down to explain what's going on. Because they're too young. Too, yes, that's the other thing I don't like, taking infants out for trick-or-treating. No. I mean, they're adorable, yes, but they can't eat candy yet. Mm. Mm-mm. So the fathers take them home. Apparently, everyone's getting ready for some kind of a swingers party, but the babysitter hasn't showed up. <laughs> so they have to shove the kids upstairs and lock them in the crib. Oh, you know all about being locked in the crib, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. Have we ever talked about that? Probably, but I'll just tell the story again. I was a famous escape artist as a child, and I would climb out of the crib and go downstairs and turn the television on. And, of course, in those days, there was nothing on late at night except snow, like in Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fearful that I would figure out how to open the front door and wander the streets at night, which I 100% would have. I did. I'll tell you about that after your story. Uh, my father built this kind of lid contraption to go over the crib. Mm-hmm. And when I figured out how to jimmy out of that, they would just lash ropes all the way around the crib <laughs> and the lid and tie me in all night. Oh, and you Good would thing cry there wasn't a fire. You would cry and cry and cry. Yes, because once they did that, there would be giant spiders materialize inside the crib and yeah. torment me all night. Of course. Yes. They felt your and your mother blamed all your sadness in your life on that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know She you, warped my psyche. Yeah, well. Now I, my mother, now my mother yes. and my father, my yes. birth father, mm-hmm. now my mother said she woke up once and heard this noise in the driveway. Yes. And she looked out the window and there I was, naked as the day I was born, uh-huh. probably three, taking the pedal racer, which was what she called the pedal racer, which would have been the big wheel sure. bicycle. I had somehow managed to get out of my room, open the garage door, naked as the day I was born and riding my big wheel down the sloped driveway into the cul-de-sac and then i would turn around and pull it back up and go down again she came out and oh she was so upset with me and they locked me into my bedroom yes and she said the uh, pretty soon i somehow got a hold of a pair of tweezers now i must have had terribly negligent or drunk parents i must have <laughs> because she said i got a hold of a pair of tweezers and pulled all of the trim off around the door and managed to pull the door away from the hinges and to get out of my room. Were you like Bam Bam Rubble or something? I don't know. I don't know what I used, but I was I was like three or four, right? It's far more likely that there was some kind of demonic entity living in the room with you oh, that you know, taught you how to, to do these things. all the time when I was a child. Oh, I know. Right? Have my mother had wonderful stories. It's Halloween. you got to tell this. <gasps> no. Yes. No. Listener. Uh, go ahead. One time, uh, his mother took him to see some relative's grave. Okay, so one time, we were going to the graveyard, and I said, 
mom, mommy, mommy, can you see it? Can you see it? And she said, what? I said, I can't, the hands, they're pulling on my legs. They're pulling on my legs. They're pulling from the ground. I was, I was really scared. And I was doing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I was sitting in the backseat of the car and, um, I had my hands over my eyes and I said, mommy, um, who's uncle Arthur? And she said, from bewitched. Uh, who's Uncle Arthur? I'm your Uncle Arthur. We're gonna have fun when you get older. Um, so he said, uh, she said, who's your, I said, who's Uncle Arthur? And she said, who? I said, Uncle Arthur. She goes, I don't know, why? Well, he says he wants to say hello and he just wants you to tell uh, Aunt Ruth that everything's going to be okay. And Mom said, so mom's talking to me and she said every time she'd ask me a question I'd cover my eyes and then I would answer the question what well creep shut up well my I have never met okay so here so my mother talks to her mother yeah turns out Uncle Arthur died before I was even born of course I, my mother didn't know who he was I mentioned Uncle Arthur completely out of the blue no family uh, reference to him and I said, he wants me to tell you that when the family gets together, Aunt Ruth will join him. And my mother thought that was obviously really, really creepy, right? Right. Wouldn't Correct. you know, that's exactly what happened. The last, the last time that the family were all together for a holiday, she died. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that's ever happened to me, except that I used to astral project when I was out of the crib, but still very, very young. Mm. I would just float out of my body. I didn't go anywhere, just up the ceiling. Oh, I wasn't it's like very, bob around? Yeah, I wasn't very adventurous. Is that what's going to happen in the rapture? Yeah, if you're like, inside. If you're inside, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to open the windows. You're right. going to have to wait until someone comes and opens the window before Correct. you can get out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's going to be the worst. Just bob up in the ceiling. Well, I'm not going to be raptured. <laughs> well, you know, my sister. Your sister. She was telling a story her daughter was in the room while she was telling the story and mm -hmm. she was saying that when she was a preteen, she would float out of bed at night into an upright position and then float down the stairs mm -hmm. to the downstairs of the house. Mm -hmm. And then she said, the minute I told an adult about it, it stopped happening. And her daughter burst into tears immediately and said, the same thing happened to me and the same thing when the minute I told an adult, it stopped happening. I know. I can't believe that you and I are sharing news stories on this podcast. I know. Well, that's wow. what happens in a big Halloween issue oh. episode. Well, okay, so we're getting back to the swingers. Anyway, these terrible children are locked up in their bedroom. Not the children are swingers, obviously. No, the no, 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 no. Party. So the children are locked in the bedroom, but yes. they're left with their candy. They're left with their candy, which they start eating. However, downstairs... An old woman comes to the door. This father is so unbelievably irresponsible. Yes. The old woman has been contracted by the father because she was talking to herself on the bus, saying that she was a witch. And so the father hired her to come by for the Halloween swinger party. So the father was on the bus. On the bus with a crazy With a person. crazy woman talking to herself, saying she was a witch. And he's like, I need to trust her with my children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a comic. Well, no. Remember, the children weren't supposed to be there. The children were supposed to be being babysat. 
Oh, so this entire... is for the entertainment of the adult swingers. Oh, the swingers. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, this old lady performs some party tricks. It's actual real witchcraft, as we, the reader, can see. But mm-hmm. the, the adults assume it's just some kind of party trick. She levitates a pumpkin off the table and over the head of one of the fathers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she gets angry and leaves. She's going oh, back. Oh, she, she puts a, drops a pumpkin on his drops head. Drops it on his head. Yes, classic witch move. Now, she says she's going back to Mixed Up City, where a good witch is appreciated. But she gets her Her coat, coat is... Uh, coat. Stuck in the door. Coat caught the door, yeah. Maybe it's a coat dress. That's very stylish in the 60s. She says it's a coat in the middle of that page. Now, the babies are upstairs watching all this happen. They assume that she is also trick-or-treating and did not receive any candy. Right. And they feel badly for her. They say, poor thing, let's give her some of our goodies. So they take... So they toss out this donut and the banana. The banana. <laughs> and some other hard, probably... They probably got some hard candies because that tracks in this neighborhood. Yeah. And so, of course, the witch is angry. Yes. So she throws her carpet bag up to the window where the the babies are at the children. It lands in their crib and sugar crawls right inside. What do you think's in there? A door. A magic Door. door, which leads... To mixed up city, which is a land of anthropomorphic animals and bright sunny skies and trees. Oh my god! Things. Now don't go away, Rob, because there's more excitement coming up. Okay. Spike follows mm-hmm. to see what happened to Sugar, and she's no place to be found. He is apprehended by the policeman, who appears to be some kind of giant cat, like a a lion. lion. Uh, that can talk and wears clothes. Constable Lion. Constable Lion. I know you've never read the book Magic Night for Lilibet. Oh, it's adorable. Lilibet loses her pet giraffe and she goes to sleep that night and wakes up and all the toys have come to life. Mm. And she f- flies around the city uh, going to all the police department and the department store and whatnot. And it's all giant stuffed animals mm. walking around living in the city. Mm. Well, she finds a giraffe. Good. But it's all photographs. It's not drawings at all. Really? Yes, it's a precious. You look it up. Magic Night for Lilibet. bit. It's okay. on Amazon, but I have two copies here at the house, of okay. course, because it's a beloved children's book. Uh, so, of course, none of these animals can understand Spike's baby talk. Right. So they take him around the town. Till they find someone that possesses a language cookie, because that's a pastry that they bake in Mixed Up City. Sure. And all of a sudden, everybody can understand Spike. Apparently, the language cookie tastes like chalk. It does taste like chalk, yes. Uh, He explains that he's looking for sugar. They point him toward a bag hanging from the sky Mm -hmm. and instruct him to pull the string... What was that movie with Bella Lugosi? Pull the string. Pull the string. Pull Pull the string. Play a night from outer space. Mm -hmm. This is a great Halloween episode. Mm. Thinking of all kinds of scary things. Mm. Uh, Of course, it's a bag full of sugar and it dumps all over Spike's head. A thousand pounds of sugar. One thousand pounds. (laughs) I don't think that would kill a child. Uh, Yes, he would be suffocated and dead. Mm. Except apparently this is a magic land which protects all life. Mm. 
so uh, now Spike is complaining, and they are complaining right back. You asked for sugar. Why don't you uh, clam up, kid? So they go back and forth calling each other goblins and whatnot, and they... The, the bird takes off his hat and realizes he doesn't really have goblin ears. No, he's just a baby. He's not a goblin at all. And they want to take him to jail. Good. And they capture him. They try to take him to jail, um, and he escapes. He escapes, but they've got a big, giant comic net, which they're going to catch him with. Like a dog catcher's net. Right. Um, now, these animals, it turns out, are not actually animals. They have been transformed... The policeman was a goblin, but he was a bad goblin, and so the witch queen changed him into a lion. Mm -hmm. And another goblin was dumb. Changed him into a kingfisher bird. A kingfisher bird. A kingfisher bird. All because they let an outsider into Mixed Up City. Who do you think the outsider was? Sugar. Sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh... So they are going to now take Spike to see the Witch Queen. The Witch. I keep on saying witch. I don't mean to. That's correct. It's not pronounced witch. Yes. If you want to be, you know, have clear addiction, <laughs> you have to put that H in there. <laughs> Do you have a sandwich? <laughs> so they take them to, they take him yes. to the Witch Queen. The what queen? The Witch. witch sorry, Witch Queen. queen. Yes. Um... Now, the guard, the palace guard, explains that they just got a new witch queen. And she's tougher than the old one. Mm. Uh, they're taking Spike in to be delivered into the dungeons or something. Mm -hmm. And what do you think happens? He gets into the throne room. And, and who's the new witch queen? <laughs> it's sugar. Can you oh, imagine? <laughs> Not Comedy. This is madness. This is absolute madness. They explain that he was only impersonating a goblin with his fake hat. Mm -hmm. He's not a goblin at all. Of course, he recognizes Sugar right away, but she doesn't appear to recognize him. No, perhaps she's bewitched. She says, oh, Orf with his head. <laughs> she doesn't really say that, but she no. should have, because that'd be a good gag. Yeah. Don't. Give up hope now, Rob, because there's, uh, <laughs> there's a third part to this novel-length story. Oh, did you like that two-page spread featuring all the Saturday morning cartoons? All the Saturday morning cartoons. Space Ghost. Right. Uh, Lone Ranger. Frankenstein Jr. The Impossibles. Mm. Superman. Dino Boy. Of course, that was the back end of Space Ghost. Did you say, uh, what is it? Superman. No, the Lone Ranger. You said the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, yeah, yes. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. And of course, Superman included Adventures of Superboy and Crypto, mm. the Super Dog. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got what Captain Kangaroo at eight a.m., Mighty Mouse Playhouse at nine, Underdog at nine thirty. Mm. Fantastic. I never got to watch the full Saturday morning cartoon lineup. I would always get pulled out to do some sort of horrible chore that couldn't wait. I did get to, and in fact, uh, was so devoted to Saturday mornings, that was my punishment if I ever did anything bad, which happened exactly one time, that I wasn't allowed to watch Saturday morning TV. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I would get so upset. They would, you know, I'd have to go out and cut the grass or do something or get, just to scream at me, you know. 
Get outside. Like, why can't you mow the grass at noon? I mean, obviously, at noon, there's still like an hour and a half yeah, of Dan's Bugs Bunny still noon, on. Right? And well, there's Bugs Bunny well, was on until 1 30. Soul Train was on, you know. Yes. Saturdays. Oh, my God, the Saturday lineup. Terrific. Un- unbelievable. But then we only had four channels, but still, come four, on. Four. I only had three. Well, I mean, PBS is a fourth channel. Oh, but they have PBS doesn't show anything good on Saturday. No, no, you're right. This old house. <laughs> I loved this old house. Oh, you? Of course you did. What? Nail, nail, nail. Saw, saw, saw. <laughs> Look what we did to this old house. Well, Noam, what do you think? <laughs> <sighs> Halloween magic, chapter three. Which queen is the witch queen? Oh, <laughs> I see what he did there. He did, didn't he? Uh, so Spike's in the dungeon. Yep. In the darkness. Sugar creeps down. Apparently she was just pretending to not recognize him, mm-hmm. which is a classic move. I've often thought about. Pretending not to recognize me when I come home from work? No, like if we were like transported to another dimension and separated for a period of time and somehow I rose to a rank of royalty, which I naturally would, (laughs) and then you were brought in as a prisoner. uh, I mean, I'm just saying you as an example. Anyone that I knew in real life was brought in as a prisoner, I'd have to pretend and say, Orf with his head, and then I'd have to sneak later and say, just follow, follow my lead, do what I say. I seriously have spent a lot of time thinking about that. <laughs> oh, my not God. recently. Not recently. As a teen, you know, when I was <laughs> certain that a portal to Narnia would open up any moment. Oh my God, that's great. Of course, the secret is you have to die to go to Narnia. So, oh, I didn't realize that till later. You do have to die. Well, not. I mean, at at the end, yes. Oh, okay. Like now, you would absolutely have. To. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be killed in a railway accident or something. Yes. Be led out by your husband. Unless you uh, wear makeup and are interested in boys. So I guess I'm safe. <laughs> what? Because that's what happened to Susan. But she grew up and started using makeup. She was no longer a friend of Narnia. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a famous uh, essay by Neil Gaiman about it. My goodness. The problem with Susan. I would love to read that. You would. It's yes. online. I'll find it for okay, you. Okay, thank you. She became sexually mature, and then that's the end. No <laughs> more Narnia for you. From Narnia. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sugar sneaks down into the dungeon. Dungeon. Hey, buddy. And uh, explains that she had to fake because her subjects were expecting her to turn Spike into a moose or something. Well, you'd like oh, that. I would. But she actually wrote mouse, not moose. But. Yes. So they've got to figure out a way to escape back to their own world. Mm-hmm. And then she tells him how the she came about through the she came through into the world before he did. But I guess some time passed. Yeah, she somehow. Well, he this, went right behind her. But. Speaking of Narnia, this may be the wood between the worlds where the time all flows differently, and you can get to any corner of existence mm-hmm. just by going through these magic trees. Sure, sure. Or like Nightmare Before Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. So we have a little flashback here of Sugar's first days in the kingdom where she is crowned as the new witch queen. (laughs) Given a cookie that tastes like chalk. Yes, to help her speak any language. Uh, Now they are discovered in the dungeon by the subjects. Yes. Both proclaimed spies. Mm. They're going to be killed. Yes. 
Meanwhile, or thrown into an oven and baked into a pie. Yes, that's what witches do. Far more likely. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at the swinger party, this old witch uh, is bemoaning the loss of her magic bag. She tries to summon it down, but yeah. it won't move. She casts a spell, and it does not come to her. So she figures that the kids are sitting on it. She rides a broom up to the window. The window mm-hmm. flies in the room, discovers the children are gone. Hoping they didn't go through the little door, but of course they did because that's the only thing in the bag. Mm-hmm. She goes through the little door to Mixed Up City and is immediately attacked by her sure. subjects. She's the former witch queen. Mm-hmm. And now that they have a new witch queen, well, they're being attacked, no, 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 by, no. They're sugar being attacked by Sugar and Spike. Yeah. Who have a wagon full of tomatoes. Lots of fresh produce to waste. Yeah. I guess they, they don't go hungry in this land. Well, no, they probably got those tomatoes from trick-or-treating mm-hmm. earlier. Okay. Well, this witch is not going to have anything to do with it. She will no. not tolerate this. No. Nope. Uh, she marches forward to take care of these naughty demon children. Meanwhile, the parents suddenly remember they have children. Right. And go upstairs to check on them. And one of the fathers comes down, or the mother, mother comes down screaming, the kids are gone. Impossible. They were in the crib. I left them in the crib. Then the witch casts her spell and sends the children back to their dimension. Yes. They poof, appear in the, uh, crib. In the crib. The the, the people in um, Mixed Up Land, is that what it's called? Mixed Up City. Mixed Up City are rejoicing at the return of their queen. Wasn't that a little Redolin song? I'm fixing to send you to Mixed Up City. <laughs> Better not get in my way. Rest in peace, Lorellyn. Rest in peace. I just uh, said Lorest in peace. Lorest. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids are back. The cookie wore off because they're back to speaking gibberish. And the father says, see? You see? I told you so. You're just a crazy woman. I told you the kids were here all the time. You better take one of your nerve pills, Joyce. <laughs> now, there's only one clue to where they've been. Sugar is still wearing her queen crown, Which and it's made of solid gold. gold. It was not part of her costume. No. Uh, so the family's rich. The end. The Happy end. ending. Yeah. The kids' college tuition is paid for. Good. I don't think these kids are going to make it to college. I don't know. They're pretty clever. Uh, dear editor, I would like to send you a note of thanks for something you probably don't know you did. This winter, my three children came down with chicken pox. Do you know I gave chicken pox to a visitor from India? Did you? Yes. I was five years old. And the Stevens family, Paul and Vasenta, mm-hmm. were members at my parents' church. They were both getting their uh, MDs at Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. And they were preparing to go back to India, but they, uh, for some reason, they had to, like, the school was lasting longer than they had their lease for their apartment for something. I don't know. Anyway, my parents said, well, just come and stay at our house. Where we got they plenty stay? of room. In Where? The, in the basement. Oh. Or but they probably got a bedroom and my parents slept in the basement okay. or something. All right. Anyway, they had two daughters, Chitra and Mikala. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came down with chicken pox, and I gave those girls chicken pox. Mm. Just in time for them to go back to India. Oh, my God. You started a 
something horrible. Well, I don't think they actually went until they were better. But right, sure. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a whole thing, Rob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this winter, my three children came down with chicken pox. They are two girls aged 10 and 7 and one boy aged 6. I don't know if you can imagine what it's like to have three lively youngsters all in bed at the same time. I sure can't. Mm-mm. They were just sick enough to be kept in bed, but not sick enough to stay there of their own free will. Games and toys would keep them quiet for short periods, but nothing held their interest long enough for me to get my housework and sick room chores done. Then a neighbor handed me several copies of Sugar and Spike. I'd never seen it before. Mm. To me, it was just another comic book and would hold their interest for 20 minutes at the most. But I guess I misjudged Sugar and Spike. My oldest daughter read all of the copies to the two smaller children. Then each of them spent hours looking over the pictures themselves and rereading those portions of it that were not beyond their reading scope. I was impressed with that right there because it permitted me to get my wash done. (laughs) But that wasn't the end of it. They spent hours together thinking up words to be put on the write-your-own comic pages. Then they cut out the pin-up dollies and spent more time transposing the costumes from the different issues on the various dollies. To my amazement, even my very masculine little boy became absorbed in that pastime. During the entire three-week period, three weeks for chicken pox? I don't know. I don't remember. During the entire three-week period, nothing was as helpful in the sick room as these copies of Sugar and Spike. Wow. Sincerely, Mrs. Edna Bradley, Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio. My goodness. God bless Mrs. Bradley. I wonder if those kids are still alive. Probably. Probably, yeah. Maybe even she is. They'd be older than we are. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Slightly. (laughs) A lot. Uh, no, L- little little boy, age six. He'd just be six In years older than me. Yeah, yeah. or sixty. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, happy Halloween. Any more ghost stories? No, happy Halloween to you too. I'm going to go listen to uh, scary, spooky stories. I'm going to listen to the soundtrack of the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, what's that story you love on that record, Taylor Bow? Taily Bone, yes. Taily Bone. Well, I like scary scoop, spooky stories with Who's Got My Skinny Toe? Oh, and of course, I like watching The Great Pumpkin. You've got it! <laughs> That's the surprise ending. Yeah. We haven't, well, we have to watch that before I leave town. I know, right? <gasps> and we can skip all through that flying ace. Please, thank you. Right. It's like five minutes long if you skip oh. all the Red Baron exactly. stuff. Exactly, yeah. Little birdie. Oh, no, that's not. That's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay, well, we've got a lot in our plate, a lot of things to watch. You know what happens when I watch that Christmas special. Sure, what happens to all of us, we sob like I cry every time. When he says, as soon as Linus says, lights, please, (laughs) I start crying right there. Uh, What did I cry at today? Oh, I was watching, I'm re-watching Schitt's Creek. Okay. And I got to... uh, David Patrick's first kiss, and I just <gasps> I lost it, Rob. You did, yeah. Oh, that's great. Because of course I know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So it's a happy ending. In case you haven't seen it, so. yes. Uh, you can find us on social media at GoGoJack Pod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your free podcast downloads from. And you can find us right back here. Mm, technically, next week it'll be a little late though, because it- we'll record when I get back in town. Right, so it'll be a lot late. 
Not a lot. It'll be uh, several one week from today. Because <laughs> this week is already late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I was traveling last week, and you'll be sure. traveling. Sure. We're yeah. so cosmopolitan. We're all over. We're very lucky, right? Now. Yes. yes. Fortunate yes. is the word. Yes. And neither one of us is a goblin queen. <laughs> oh, sorry. Which queen? Which queen? Which queen? Queen. Queen. Right. Bye. Bye. That is getting better. It's getting better. Growing stronger. It's